Welcome to Wellbeing. Thank you for joining us. I'm Susie Tapley, founder of MAST, a center for well-being on Nantucket and beyond. This is where we have curious, compassionate conversations about what makes each of us well. Today, I'm joined by Andrew Vaselli. He is a special educator teacher who's been developing and running alternative programs for the last 24 years. He is also a two-time Hall of Fame volleyball coach, coaching since 1994. But he's far more than that to me. I know him as a friend, a fellow meditator, a facilitator, a guide, and an all-around deep, honest human who is steeped in the practice of life, of well-being, and of connection. It's a pleasure to be sitting with you, my friend. Thank you, Susie. So we have a beautiful um, friendship whereby we started with just great honesty and connection, walking pilgrimage together. And it's just grown from there. And um, your story is profoundly human and profoundly inspiring because we hear so many stories in this well-being space of people who have been in it for decades and they've been searchers and seekers and, you know, grew up with, you know, families that introduced them to things and, and all of that, right? you are a real human who had a real life moment and then decided to make a change. And it's so hard for people to make a change. Can you tell us about how, why you were open to meditation, why you were open to making a change in your life and what it has meant for you? Yeah. Thank you. Um, so change life is about change and the willingness to change to say, I want to change is really what, continues to drive me but Mm. drove me from the beginning when I had to look in the mirror of my life as my personal life was crumbling around me um, for a multitude of reasons of which I take 100% responsibility for my actions and behaviors that led to whatever transpired and simply saying you know what I'm going to listen to the feedback I'm getting I'm finally going to listen to the feedback that I'm getting and I'm going to say that I don't want this anymore. I want to be better. That Mm -hmm. was really the first thing I ever said is I just want to be better. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what better meant, right? I still don't know what better means. Um, But to be able to look in my own mirror and say, dude, you have two choices. Like I literally was felt as if I was going to die or I was going to bring about changes that would, um, make me into who I think I can be. Did it feel too big or overwhelming in that moment? Of course, 100%. Yeah. So what oh made God. you take the first step? Because for people who are, who, who, some people can't even see the possibility of what they can be, right? I, yeah. But I, you feel it or you know there's something else. What, what made you take the first step? Fear. Mm, fear of staying the same fear of staying the same because Mm. staying the same for me at that point in my life was death not Mm -hmm. stagnation Mm -hmm. but literally i was living a life that was not beneficial to me Mm. was not beneficial to those that i loved Mm. um even though outwardly it it was like wow look what this dude's doing he's doing Mm -hmm. good things but internally and privately no Absolutely not. And so that fear of staying the same really drove me to um, saying, you got to change, dude. You got to make changes. Mm. And, you know, meditation came about with quite simply, it was it was the end of a practice of, you know, 
yoga, if you will, was mixed meditation, mm. right? Where we're literally working through yoga poses, but then we were getting a prolonged savasana. And it was in that, that all of a sudden something started to happen. Something started to change in me. I felt something. Mm. I feel it right now as I'm sitting here, that feeling I had then. In Which is what, if you could describe that this, feeling. I feel this energy, mm. mm-hmm. this power that I still don't know what it is and I still tap into every single day and I have no idea what it is and I don't need to know what what it is. All I know is that what it is drives me to continue my practice, my daily practice that I have done every single day for almost four years now because I know that every time I do it and every step I take, something better happens. Something Mm. better happens. It shows up in my life. And in that moment of meditation, that first time, where I was like, what is happening? I want more of that. I don't know what it is, but I want it. Mm-hmm. And so I chose to dedicate myself to meditation because I wanted all of those things to happen. I wanted to be better. I wanted to change. And the only way I knew at that moment was through meditation. It wasn't through yoga and I was practicing yoga four days a week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't through walking mm-hmm. and I was doing five to 10 miles every day mm-hmm. of soul searching. Yep. It was in meditation, in the quiet of myself that I never wanted to be around, that I never, I had to have the TV on, I had to have the radio on, I had to have chaos in my life. And if that wasn't enough, I created more. Mm. chaos with alcohol with drugs with overeating overindulging in the finest food we have here on nantucket literally numbing myself to avoid myself and in meditation i found this stillness that i was finally able to say dude i i kind of like you oh i mean andrew look well let's pause right there for a second because what you just said is really the experience that so many people are having, whether they're aware of it or not, right? They're moving through life, they're overing. They're either overeating or overdrinking or overworking or you name it, right? And I do believe that we're all addicted to something. And if you define addiction by being hooked, you know, we're all hooked into something, whether it's coffee or whatever it is, right? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, who mm-hmm. knows? Um. I think one of the reasons people are hesitant to change is because they're afraid that it's not going to feel good because the un the, the feeling the feeling of not feeling good that they know is less scary than the potential feeling of not feeling good that they don't know and what you've just said is a turns it on its head because you just said look not only was I overing but I was overing to an extreme I was wrapped up in it and I went and sat and I was doing things. I was walking. I was going to yoga. And I'm right there with you. Like 25 years of yoga and it can't do what meditation can do. And um, for me. And then you're saying, and then I stopped and I got still. And I was so afraid to stop and get still and look at myself. But when I did, it wasn't that scary. Yeah. It, it felt is, good. It, it, the fear is real. Yeah, the fear the is real. The fear is real and the pain that I felt of my life was scary. Mm. But another mantra I had was keep on moving. Mm-mm. And just power through. Just one step at a time. If I can keep moving mm-hmm. one step at a time, then I am going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Again, don't know where that where is. Yep. But I'm going somewhere. 
and I kept moving. And in the stillness of meditation, I was still moving, Mm -hmm. but I was moving towards myself. I was Mm. moving to figure out who I was at a deeper level, at a soul level. Mm. And at that level, I realized that I had a lot of stuff that I had to address. And I had to say, I need to fix these things. And I had to go back and make amends. Um, And the power of Ho'oponopono is so beautiful. And that really helped me um, just simply saying, I'm sorry. Mm, Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Please forgive me. Yeah. I love you. I love you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Like in every day through tears, I have shed a tear. I have probably watered more than half this island with my tears as I walked. You know, for people who don't know what that is, it's, it's this, this mantra that is, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And I have done that with um, people in my life. It's really powerful. And you have people who kind of, they're taken back and they're surprised. And then you have people who have an emotional reaction. And, and then I have people who have just looked at me and said nothing, right? And, but every single one of those relationships shifted in that moment. Every single one. And more than that, I shifted mm. because it's a massive forgiveness to yourself. That's what I had to, I had to begin with forgiveness, mm-hmm. right? Not to anyone other than myself. I had to forgive myself for what I didn't know, for acting the mm-hmm. way I acted without knowing what I knew. And I had to bring about some compassion for myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to be really gentle with myself as opposed to being so hard on myself when stuff got really hard and I was really beating myself up. I had to let it go. It's really hard to make change when we're not talking kindly to ourselves. A hundred percent. And by letting go, which we know in meditation is, is simply just trusting the process of whatever comes, be open to it. And the more open you get, the more beautiful things are and the more beautiful things show up for you. Mm-hmm. And that's really, that's the process. And I keep going back to my beginning of meditation. Like I am where I am in this meditation process, but I go back to every single time I first sat and that is it. It's that simple. It is basics. There's no, such, basics. Th- there's no such thing as a good meditator. It's, it's so, before we get there, and I love that, you said um, in the beginning of the conversation that you, you took re- 100% responsibility. Yeah. And I think that's really powerful. For anybody listening, can you walk us through what that means? How do you take response, 100% responsibility, especially when we live in a culture where people are quick to point a finger? Because I, you know, you and I align so deeply on that, that when I look out at my life, it's the life that I've created and it's the mirror that's coming back to me, right? And when I find myself in a situation, my first question is, well, how did, what was my role in this? Yeah, it's what is my role mm-hmm. and, and how did I bring about everything that happened in my life? Mm-hmm. It wasn't this happened to me, they did this to me. It has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. It has everything to do with my role in every situation. And how did I contribute to it? How did I keep it going? Oh, that is a how good did, one. How, how did, did I keep it going? How did I enable that yeah. behavior? And I really had to look at why... I was the way I was and why I am the way I am is quite simply 
my actions control other people's actions. And, you know, to be able to really look at that and say, okay, these things occur. Well, they don't occur on their own. Mm-hmm. Everything occurs because of an action or a reaction. Mm-hmm. And if I can go back and make changes on actions I previously made mm-hmm. moving forward, mm-hmm. then my reaction changes because people's reaction or actions change. Mm-hmm. And so realistically, my reactions now are through a different lens. Yeah, and when of, we change ourselves, we change everything around us. A hundred percent. And yeah. so now it's quite simply, where where is this person coming from? Where is this situation coming from? And most importantly, what do I have to learn from what this situation? What do I have to learn from it? Yeah. That's the beautiful What is it here part. to teach me? What is this here to teach me? Mm-hmm. And, and to take that and to internalize that and to reflect upon that, that's the beauty of meditation is because I've created space in my life for reflection. And it doesn't have to be 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour. Now I have done those. But in real time, it's one second of pause. Pause. Mm-hmm before I react, before I comment. Does it even need a reaction? Does it even need a comment? A beautiful thing is, may I get back to you? Oh my gosh, there's so much power in that. So as you have moved through this and become a profound practitioner, you've also found your footing as a facilitator. Mm -hmm. And recently you expanded beyond meditation and can you tell us about that, your training with breathwork and how, why you chose to add the breathwork and how it's changed the meditation? Mm, thank you, yes. And thank you for the opportunity. Obviously, facilitating at MAST has been so beautiful and such an amazing experience. Um, so I literally went into breathwork certifications um, through two separate teachers simply to deepen my own meditation practice. How deep can I go? How mm-hmm. deep am I willing to go? Um, no intention of facilitating breath work, by the way, stepping into uh, teacher trainings. It was just to get deeper in my own practice. And then as you experience this beautiful practice of breath work, mm-hmm. is you have to share it. It mm-hmm. is no longer yours. The meditation is no longer mine. The breath isn't my, it's all of ours. And I didn't know about it until I had beautiful teachers who taught it to me here on this island. And Mm -hmm. then who said, hey, you should go look at this teacher. And so I just finished a 64-hour, nine-day training with David Elliott. Um, Highly, highly intensive, beautiful training of um, breath work, transformational breath work. And I went solely to deepen my own healing Mm -hmm. That's why I went because there's areas that I need to work on. And I went to this training to work on those areas. And only through that process of finding myself on a deeper level, was I mm. able to realize that I, I am a facilitator of this mm-hmm. and my job is to share this. And mm-hmm. my job is to bring about other people's healings. Now I don't do the healing. Everyone does it on their own. It's just a simple vehicle for people to show up. Mm-hmm. And what you and we offer at MAST is a place for people to show up for themselves mm-hmm. and we simply guide. Mm-hmm. You're a beautiful witness. I think, you know, the reason why you're such a beautiful witness is because of your humanity. I think that that really aligns because when you said at the beginning of our conversation that you started into meditation 
and um, you thought, wow, this, this feels really good. It's introducing me to myself. I can't believe this. I have sat inside your breathwork and meditation and listened to other people say that to you. Mm. I mean, full circle that they're saying to you and they're coming back. And, you know, I can say this because I'm getting the request, right? When is Andrew Vaselli teaching again? What is he, what is he doing? Can you let me know when he's teaching? Can you let me know? And that's because they feel safe and they feel seen. And it's because you've taken this and you've made it something that is woven into who you are and you're an example of it. That's what I believe. I believe because master is really created for us all to connect back to ourselves in, in modes that are accessible. And what you said in the beginning, we can all breathe, we can all get still. And so how have the past four years brought you to yourself? Wow. I'm not even the same person I was four years ago. And it's ago. only four years. Four years, for anyone listening, four years we all know is a is just a heartbeat. So, I mean, I don't look the same. No, you don't. I, I don't look the same. I don't look through the same eyes. Um, I lost 70 pounds. Um, I look at every day as a new day, as a, this gorgeous gift and how do we share in that gift? How do we celebrate every person we come into contact with? Mm. How do we literally love every moment of every day? And going back to David's training, it, it wasn't until I was deep into the training that I realized all the work I've been doing, meditation, walking, eating, yoga, all of this really came back to one thing and one thing only. And one of the teachers at the training said this, was the work you're doing is about self-love. Mm. And a light bulb went off. And I was like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. I thought I was just trying to get better. And what I didn't realize was I was literally trying to love myself this whole time. Mm. And then just this opening happened. And I realized that the beauty in all of this is just quite simply, you know, from this day backwards four years ago, like I couldn't love myself. Mm -hmm. because I didn't know who I was. Now mm -hmm. I know who I am at, mm -hmm. at the core level mm -hmm. through my meditation practice, through the dedication to myself to get better is simply about loving and giving love and being open to receiving love. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for this experience. I'm so grateful for everything that's happened in my life. There's no regrets about anything that happened in my life because it wouldn't lead me to this path. I was meant to be here at this moment in time mm -hmm. and do what I'm doing is mm -hmm. leading meditation and coaching and teaching and facilitating breath work. And that's been this most beautiful experience for me is to witness others come to these classes as I came to these classes. And the best part is I see myself in the others who come to the classes because I remember. I remember where I was. I remember what I needed. I remember what I wanted. And I still remember. And that still drives me. Well, my friend, it's my great hope that everyone who comes sees what you've seen and finds what you've found, which is that it all begins with loving ourselves. And the way we can change our world and our community is to start with ourselves. Thank you for Thank being you. here. Thank you, Sue. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Wellbeing, The Well Within You. I hope you join us next week as we continue to discuss all that makes us well. Be well, friends. <laughs>